I'm Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We're the Faith Lift Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you enjoy your time with us. In previous episodes, Nehemiah assigned the priest to special jobs at special times. Nehemiah was truly putting on the finishing touches here. The priests were in place. The people were ready to dedicate the wall. It is time for a party. So I'm going to be reading from Nehemiah 12, verses 27 through 30. At the dedication of the wall of Jerusalem, the Levites were sought out from where they lived and were brought to Jerusalem to celebrate joyfully the dedication with songs of thanksgiving and with the music of cymbals, harps, and lyres. The musicians also were brought together from the region around Jerusalem, from the villages of the Nato Faithites, from Beth Gilgal, and from the area around Geba and Asmaveth. For the musicians had built villages for themselves around Jerusalem. When the priests and Levites had purified themselves ceremonially, they purified the people, the gates, and the wall. Okay. Um, is there more? I'm sorry. I'm stuck for a second. Well, oh, let's kind of talk about what the priests actually did. What were the type of songs that they were doing? Was there a particular type of song or songs of praise and yeah. thanksgiving? So, and I loved the the scripture that said that the lead up, Levites were sought out. Mm-hmm. So they specifically went out and found them, got them, and brought them in. Um, to lead these songs of praise and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That really marks how they're really seeing this as God. They're really starting to connect God to what God has done yeah. in their actions and what they're doing in order. Yeah, know? Nehemiah is very specific. Um, he really wants to follow God's laws and God's order. Mm-hmm. I was reading some uh, further back. <clears throat> excuse me, when they were talking about the singing and the music and everything, it is so loud, and they're very joyful and um, vociferous. Is that the word that I kept coming yeah, up with? Vociferous. Yeah. Wow, that's a great... <laughs> it is a great word, vociferous, and it is just loud and with power and mm-hmm. with such joy. So I was just thinking about now harps, you know, you just I'm playing the harp here by the way. <laughs> Think, you know, just these soft, gentle things and then lyres with uh, guitars, right? Can get a little bit louder and then cymbals, crash, crash, crash and yeah. it's like in my head it sounds like a lot of noise, mm-hmm. just a lot of big noise. But um then I'm thinking about underpinning sounds of the harp, you know. Uh, it's, it's like an orchestra. Was, for me, it was great. It's to a lot think of about. a lot of people and a yeah. lot of instruments and mm-hmm. a lot of noise. Yeah, and the singing. So at first when I'm hearing you talking, I'm like, okay, think about how hard that is. This wall is eight and a half feet high. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, eight and a half feet wide, mm-hmm. and it's like almost forty feet high. <laughs> Don't <laughs> so then to have a harp and play that up on top of the wall as you're marching, I'm like. This is what? really hard. I don't think they had the big harp like I you're was thinking. Just thinking. Is it <laughs> great. one of those little like it's like a little harps? yeah, a little tiny. Harp. Okay, great. Still, then let's take so. the trumpets. If you're not paying attention and looking down where your <laughs> yeah. feet are, yeah, it's like whoa. Um, and then I reread it, and it sounds to me like the musicians were just down inside of Jerusalem. Okay. I don't know if they were up mm. on top of the wall because the choirs were up on top of the wall. 
Sing but I was getting a picture of how scary would that be? I, I'm a little afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. So Me too. we are in the throes. I have, um, I have teenagers and we are in the throes of marching band season mm-hmm. right now. Ah. So just to speak into the walking with the trumpet and the oh, whatever, yeah. you practice and practice mm-hmm. and practice so that you don't have to look down and your feet just know where they're going mm-hmm. and you can, because when you're in a marching band, you can't look down at the ground. Right. One, that projects the sound down mm-hmm. and it just messes everything up. And part of it is being, um, especially in this case, like a celebration. Mm-hmm. And so if, you know, imagine a celebration where everybody's looking down at the ground, like that's not celebratory. Yeah. So you would practice and practice and practice, and you learn to see what um, your position should be by the things that are around you at Mm -hmm. eye level. Okay. So that you know that you're on the right path and in the right place. Right. But there's nothing at eye level when you're at 40 feet in the air. <laughs> Except yes. when you're looking ahead, oh, good you point. know, you Where can you can look see. straight out. <laughs> yeah. If you're the lead person, after yeah. that, you're shoved behind someone. But, but you then can you just still watch them. See. Still see. As long as Al doesn't go down before you and you yeah. follow Al. <laughs> then they like, go tumbling like dominoes. Right. Yeah. But maybe they could do that in celebration as well. Make a joyful noise as That's you right. go down. Make a joyful noise. Anyway. Oh I just gosh, I funny. can't imagine being on top of the wall. Yeah, I, I now when I look at that, and this is first. I've got it. The God of Order puts this first. Yeah, the the uh, band. It makes more sense that they would maybe stay on the ground because then it says the choirs, sure. the leaders right. go up, and then the mm-hmm. choirs go up. It doesn't say that the the band goes. Yeah, that's I, true. I think you're yeah. right. So here's something um, that I that I think we probably all learned just a couple weeks ago um, when we were listening to Dee Dee talk about the wall. She mentioned mm-hmm. that the outside of the wall was made of essentially like bricks. They've done all this kind of um, archaeological research, and they think that they have found, they're pretty certain that they have found part of Nehemiah's original wall. Okay. And so the outside of it is built with these big, thick bricks, or you know, nice and stone. Big stones. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's big. nice and, and it, um, even now, you know, has held up this portion of it. So obviously very sturdy, but on the inside of it was rubble. Like the little pieces. Mm-hmm. So those, um, which engineering-wise, is miraculous. I mean, that is just, that's fantastic because those things will settle in and almost make like a cement, like really. Like pea gravel. Kind of when you, yes. Oh, yeah. When you're using yeah. pea gravel. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, when you're looking at this wall, at least in my mind... At first, I thought, you know, we're, we're talking stone by stone, brick by brick, all the way through, and you're talking a lot of unevenness and whatever, but now it's almost like you're driving on a pea, like you'd be riding on a pea gravel, like, packed, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. pea gravel driveway or whatever road mm-hmm. um, on, on the top of the wall, like when they're walking on that. Like, almost, like... The one stone that trips me is like, right. darn. <laughs> <laughs> well, but if you think about that too, you know, talking about being worried you're going to fall off. So, you know, on the edge of the roads, they have the, um, 
I don't even shoulder. know what they're. The, well, they have the shoulder, shoulder, but then there's like the groove. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah. yes, that's it. Yeah. And in my house, we call it butsy wutsy because if you go on it, it like vibrates <laughs> <laughs> on your bouncy. Yeah. So anyway. But, you know, um, like maybe if you're driving distracted or which you should not be, but you feel it. And then um, we also kind of joke that it's called driving by Braille because, like, (laughs) you know, you better get back. You know, you have to go over. So I almost wonder, like, if that served as kind of the butsy wutsies or the driving by Braille, those nice, really solid sides of the wall because they patrolled along the top of the wall too, mm, I sure. would imagine. Right. So you would know, especially like at night, if it was dark or whatever, oh, I hit that. I better lean more toward the middle. Oh, good point. Mm. Oh, butsy wetsy, let's go. Yeah. You know? I'm feeling much better about that. <laughs> I am, so. thanks. And I'm also glad, I think, I'm really picturing the musicians and everybody on the ground. Yeah. That yeah. it's just the choirs walking around. So. so, and they were thinking, singing songs of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this one part uh, What in Romans one twenty one. I'm not going to do it, but it says um, the first step listed in that in strength from God um, was neither glorifying God or giving thanks to him. And then what happens is their thinking becomes futile, futile and their foolish hearts become darkened. Mm-hmm. And so like that is the first step to pulling away from God. Mm-hmm. One of the first steps that they listed in Romans. So I love that they, one of the first steps they did to dedicate the wall was bring the Thanksgiving, yeah. to intentionally bring that piece to it. That's so, good. Yeah. Well, I mean, what kind of recognition does God deserve just in overall, all of it? Yes. In, in life. Um, but this is like a physical representation of the miraculous things that God can do mm-hmm. through the people yeah. like that he allows us to be part of. So we've talked about this while being part of our identity mm-hmm. and part of um, who we are. So as we, as we initially take that first step of thanksgiving and we intentionally bring God into something and we intentionally bring that thanksgiving and that praise towards him, that strengthens our wall. Mm-hmm. That dedicates it and says, "Hey, yep, this is who I am. This is my identity. This is this is what I do." So. And we have to be prepared to do that in good circumstances like this, mm-hmm. and in bad as well. Yeah. So I think sometimes to recognize that God is still God, even when we're in the middle of a tough situation, and to be willing to thank Him and glorify Him for who He is. Um, is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I nobody likes the good times better than me. I love the celebration and the party and the fun, but life's not always a big celebration. Um, life hits everybody, and sometimes when it hits, it's hard to stir up that praise and that thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But I think that if we are faithful to do that, then it um, it it's a great place to start pulling God into the situation. Mm-hmm. So if I can praise him in the midst of something really bad that's happening to me or something that I perceive as bad, then that lets him know that I know that ultimately he has it under control, that he has my best interest at heart, that he will be faithful because he is faithful, and I'm looking to him to get me through that situation. And, and, and Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's a great resting spot, peace, if you can really get in that mindset and mm-hmm. get that into your heart. Then. 
Yeah. Yeah, and that's for you. God doesn't need that. Yeah, it's, he no, knows it's who for he us. Is. That's right. He and knows it's exactly so helpful he to us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would encourage people, really, if you are in one of those spots, honestly, I've had times where I'm choking trying to say those words yeah. out loud mm-hmm. and to try to hear it and who he is. Uh, but the more it starts going, then the more connected it is and the more I can rest. And it, it does. Yeah. That's so right. Even if it, you can just say, I know you love me, God. Mm-hmm. I thank you for that. I praise you for that. I know you love me. Just make a mantra out of it if right. you need to. Because also when you hear yourself say something, it gets in your heart. Mm -hmm. Remember when we were kids and we learned our multiplication tables? Well, we learned it by saying it over and over and over and over again Mm -hmm. and hearing that. So I think it's really important to get things in your mouth sometimes and get them out there. When you hear it, it comes in your ear and it gets down in your heart and it it becomes more real to you, something that you're, it's more part of you. Mm-hmm. And, and certainly for us, one of the things for me was when I had the tough times with the cancer was calling out Jesus. If that was the only word I could say, that was the word I would say. And it didn't make sense to me. It didn't have to be logical. All I could say was his name. His name. Mm-hmm. That's all I could do. And yeah. it's like, great, you've got that. Even when I hear people say, oh, God, I don't take that as a curse. That's mm-hmm. not when we're talking about using right. the Lord's name in vain. Right. That is a cry out. That is a cry mm-hmm. similar to what yeah. the Israelites did, similar to what all of us do, similar to what God calls us to do, actually, mm-hmm. is call out to Him and depend on yeah. Him. He's not looking for our independence. The, um, I used to work across the office from a lady who had this plaque on her wall, and it said, "Actions or words become actions, your actions become habits, and your habits become your character, and your mm-hmm. character is who you are when nobody's looking. Mm-hmm. So like the more we can keep that in mind, the mm-hmm. more we can say those words out loud of, okay, God, you've got it, <clears throat> or Jesus, this is you, or whatever, that eventually turns into the way that we live, mm-hmm. the way that we think. And just who we are. Mm -hmm. That's how we build the wall. That's how we build our wall. Yeah. Well, the word says, just call upon me, right? Mm -hmm. So I told my granddaughter the other day, she was afraid of something. And I said, you don't have to be afraid. I said, just call out to Jesus and he'll, you know, he'll help you with whatever that problem is. And she looked at me, she said, Mimi, does Jesus have a telephone? (laughs) I said, no, you don't need a phone. You can just call out, just holler out, and he'll hear you. He can hear everything. It's the smartest smartphone. (laughs) (laughs) So, oh, go ahead. I think now we're we're doing the procession on the wall. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Terry, are you going to read a little bit of that for us? Yep. I'll read verses 31 through 43. Okay. I had the leaders of Judah go up on top of the wall. I had assigned two large choirs to give thanks. One was to proceed to the top of the wall to the right, toward the Dung Gate. Hoshaiah and half the leaders of Judah followed them, along with Azariah, Ezra, Meshulam, Judah, Benjamin, Shemaiah, Jeremiah, as well as some priests with trumpets, and also Zechariah, son of Jonathan, the son of Shemaiah, the son of Mataniah, the son of Micaiah, the son of Zechar, the son of Asaph, and his associates. Shemaiah, Azarel, Melalei, Gilalei, Maiah, Nathanael, Judah, and Hanani, with musical instruments prescribed by David, the man of God. Ezra, the teacher of the law, led the procession. At the fountain gate, they continued directly up the steps of the city of David on the 
ascent to the wall and passed above the site of David's palace to the water gate on the east. The second choir proceeded in the opposite direction. I followed them to the top of the wall, together with half the people, past the tower of the ovens to the broad wall, over the gate of Ephraim, the Jeshana gate, the fish gate, the tower of Hananel, the tower of the hundred, as far as the sheep gate. At the gate of the guard, they stopped. The two choirs that gave thanks then took their places in the house of God, so did I, together with half the officials, as well as the priests Eliakim, Masaiah, Miniamin, Micaiah, Elion, Ai, Zechariah, and Hananiah with their trumpets, and also Masaiah, Shemaiah, Eleazar, Uzi, Johanan, Malchus. Micaiah, Elam, and Ezer. The choir sang under the direction of Jezrehiah, and on that day they offered great sacrifices, rejoicing because God had given them great joy. The women and children also rejoiced. The sound of rejoicing in Jerusalem could be heard far away. And you get a gold star. Yes! (laughs) That was a lot of names. So you may have heard us giggling just a little bit at the beginning because I told Terry the other day um, that my inner voice when I'm reading the Bible now is Terry. Is hers. It used to be Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Can you believe it? I've taken taken Morgan's place. It's now Terry. I love it. You did great. You did great. Okay, so they are now having a parade, right? Mm -hmm. They're having a big celebration. They're on the wall. They're having a parade. There has been great discussion at our table today about the direction of this parade and the the exact (laughs) starting point and ending point. We know that they went in opposite directions. The two choirs went in opposite directions. Yes. And we know that at some point they ended up together in the temple. Mm-hmm. Which is not on the wall. Which so is not on the wall. They stopped at certain points, mm-hmm. and they came down from the wall, and they went into the temple and did a lot of the singing. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And we have spent, like I said, this has been a point of great discussion as to where they started, and we know some things that they passed, and we know some general direction, but... Um, we, I think, did we finally just land on it doesn't really matter because they went in both directions and it kind of covered everybody and yeah. everybody mm-hmm. could hear it and everybody was part of it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yes. I think okay. that's the big thing. Everybody was a part of it. There's nobody in that city who wasn't aware of what was happening. And every part of the top of that wall was touched yeah. by the people with their thanksgiving and their praising mm-hmm. and... Um, giving God glory for that wall that was built. I just got chills because I was just thinking, like, if I am the woman, if I'm one of the women who worked on that wall, who would have been so marginalized in this culture and this society, that I had been named as one of the workers, and now these people are coming Sorry, I'm getting choked up because it just hit me. Like, now these people are coming and they're celebrating the work that God allowed me to do. And mm-hmm. I get to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's awesome. just overwhelming to me. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Awesome. And I wonder as each person passed the section of the wall that they mm-hmm. built. Yeah. How, I'm sure that, yeah. that that blew them away. Yeah. yeah. 
It's, it's, it, we're just kind of taking it in now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're seeing it in a different way or experiencing it, I think. Ooh, I'm all choked up. You I don't are, know why that heart. hit me all of a sudden, but it was like, man, that is a big, huge work. Mm-hmm. And these are just, these are just people who, I don't know, they can see it. They can see how God moved and how God put this amazing leadership in place and what a little part they got to have in the rebuilding of this and in the rebuilding of God's city. Mm-hmm. And that's just so cool. It's amazing. Like we don't, they didn't have this vision that this would happen. Well, it was, was shortly after it was fully built. So it's 50 some days, maybe yeah. not even 60 days. Mm-hmm. You know, there was just a few days after and we don't they could not have had that vision that this party was going to happen right that this celebration was going to happen and the same is true for us god puts us in places to do things we might be the ones setting up the chairs mm-hmm. for a mission trip that helps people get water you know mm-hmm. and it can live and how profound that is to be able to do that well it wasn't that long ago 50 to 60 some odd days that they were in despair Remember when Nehemiah got there, they were in disgrace and despair. Those were big, serious words. Yeah. So to go from the depths of that in such a short period of time Mm -hmm. to be celebrating what God had done, I think is is pretty awesome. And such a big celebration that all who were around Jerusalem were able to hear it. Yeah. Like that is a lot of party. Mm -hmm. Keep letting that hit you because I think you got some important gems. Sometimes when we... We're moved like you've been moved by this. Mm-hmm. It's God's trying to show you something in your heart. He's He's really trying to do that. So just really encourage you to stay with that and just let that kind of be here. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the ways when we study Scripture, all of a sudden we're like, why would I be crying or why would this be important yeah. to me? Mm-hmm. It's like, you may not need to know why, just kind of be in it. Mm-hmm. Let it soak in a little bit. Let it be there. Get Let yourself be curious about that. Yeah. You know, Picture yourself there. I just really encourage. I love that you did that. That that came in today. Man, that just like that hit. And I'll, be, I mean, I'll be real honest and put it out there. Like life is not easy in my house right now. Yeah. <laughs> we have, um, we have half a kitchen, mm-hmm. literally only half a ceiling in our kitchen. Um, half the walls are gone. Um, we had a, a flood, so we have no um, master bathroom. Bath's torn up. That's yeah. my toilet is literally in my shower, <laughs> which you know could be like easy to when you're shaving your legs, like a camper, or, right? Yeah, right. Like man, I'm just I, I just can't get myself all the way up this morning. I'll just go sit on <laughs> while I'm showering anyway. <laughs> No, the worst so, part you were describing is when you, they had to have heaters in to take out all the stuff. Oh my gosh! And she went to use her toothpaste, and it just like ran it, out. And I'm like, oh, it's so gross. It was. <laughs> it was super nasty. Um, you know, but we have that going. My husband's traveling this week. I have a son who's in an aircast, and we have. All, I mean, just one moving part after another. And and I've gone back to school, um, and I started my night class this week. And let me just say that like we are celebrating at my house because. This is not a like a huge deal in the scheme of things, but I'm 40 years old. I've gone back to school for the first time in a long time. I am the old lady in the class. <laughs> I mean, I am. I am the old lady in the class. The, most of these kids probably have moms younger than I am. And um, I was nervous like crazy to go back. I got my final grade 
for the class. Yeah, yeah. At a yeah. 98.1. Woo! Congratulations. counting like every teeny little bit. Go ahead. It's all right. But, um, you know, but God is has been so good. Mm-hmm. And um, I was not excited about taking this evening class. I was, you know, griping about it because I was like, I don't want to go at night. And I like to be in bed at 9 or 9.30 and my class doesn't even get out until 9.30. And so I remember. But um, God knew and had it all ordered because now my Monday and Wednesday mornings are empty but every Monday and Wednesday since I've not had class has had to be filled up with construction people. Oh, interesting. So I just hear you thinking about that. And, and you started... So like part of constructing a wall was taking this class. Mm-hmm. And it's to serve other people. It's sign language class, which doesn't always translate well in audio here with the podcast. No. no. <laughs> so people don't really kind of get the benefit of that. Along the way, you've had this kitchen up, your son, and, and just one challenge after another after another. And that's what the Israelites went through too. Right. And you, I'm sure from this position, you won't be able to see how God will use what you're working towards for His glory. Like right now, it's kind of hard to vision that. It's just like, get me through this test. Right. God, help me yeah. with this one answer. But you won't be able to see how God will take that and use it to serve his people. Well, I can tell you there have been little things that I've been able to see already. I mean, mm-hmm. I, this is... Um, so the way that the scheduling works is you take one, uh, like ASL 1, you take for seven and a half weeks. And then for ASL 2, you take it the following seven and a half weeks. So they're just little mini semesters. They're a full class, but they're really condensed. And there was um, a classmate who I was able to talk to. And we um, were just kind of talking about life and some experiences. And I said, you know, really the the reason that I want to do this, the reason that I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do is so that I can um, just help people to feel less overwhelmed, you know, because I can't imagine going into a place where I I couldn't understand what was going on. And I didn't have the... Um, you know, the verbal clues is to, to clue me in as to what's going on. And it, there's just a lot of things that are closed off when you don't have that sense. So um, I said, you know, people are, are good and this world is good. It may seem hard sometimes, but it's a good world. You know, God made it and it's okay. And it's not as hard as we often perceive it to be. You know, we make things harder for ourselves, and sometimes we make things harder for other people. Mm -hmm. I said, but the goal is just to help people understand that, like, the world is not out to get you, and that we're in this together as a people. We're in this together, and that we're going to make it, and it's going to be okay. And she said, that's not how I see the world. She said, the world is hard and ugly. Mm -hmm. And I said, it is, but think about all the beautiful things that you do get to see in the world. And she was like... I have honestly never thought about that. Oh, and we're wow. standing in a parking garage talking about this. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, God, thanks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and you know, a part of that to me is like, that reminds me that God didn't just build a wall with stones. He built the people together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a celebration and a connection between people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Very cool. Very cool. We, we love it, and congratulations on your grade. That's a Yay, big deal. Thank you. Awesome. Time to celebrate. I mean, it is. We have, um, we have what we call our celebration sombrero. 
And it literally <laughs> is a big giant sombrero oh that goodness. we wear in my house for celebratory occasions. I love it. It is brilliant. For birthdays. And like if you come to my house and it's your birthday, you get to wear the celebration sombrero and we're going to sing to you. It's okay for this to happen in my house, but yes. it, for this to happen in public, I'm not okay no. with it. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Yeah, awesome. So we, we get to pull out the celebration sombrero. Awesome. That's so, a cool way to celebrate. Yeah. Do you guys yeah. have other celebration things or that you do? No, I don't. I can't think of anything. When my kids were little, <clears throat> there was always a balloon uh-huh. tied to their chair. I don't know about you guys. We kind of sit in the same spot all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. So um, when it's your birthday and you're in your chair, there would be a balloon tied to the back of it all day long. So, of course, the usual celebrations, you know, cake, whatever their favorite meal is, whatever they want for their dessert. Yeah. So, basic. I I dance to the Nutcracker every Christmas, our piano, we can play it, and it goes, Mm -hmm. and I'm like jumping out and doing ballet. That happens every Christmas. I I'm would not love sure to come and see that. I'm not sure. If, yes. Oh my goodness, she's the actual ballerina. It looks, yes. it looks way different than your thing. Oh, it might be a lot of fun it for might, me. Rosemary. It is totally fun. <laughs> yes. Like we'll dance and we'll do all those fun things. Mm. And I'm thinking about that as like, yeah. But part of that is letting out the stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens around Christmas. There can be all that stress. Part of that with them could be just the celebration is just letting all of that stress go. Mm-hmm. Everything that they have carried, noticing where they are, noticing they don't have to carry that now. They do have a wall. They can rest. Mm-hmm. They can be filled with joy and, and have that freedom to, to be who they are. Or even to sleep at night. Because remember, yes. without the wall, they right. were so vulnerable. Oh, that's me. I get a nap. I get a nap. <laughs> that would be so me. Uh, awesome. She found a place up on the wall. Just go. <laughs> One of the other things I was thinking about, um, them doing their celebration on top of the wall, is that all these nations that are around mm. them who have been coming at them for all these years telling them they couldn't do it, mm. whatever. And the um, the rejoicing in Jerusalem could be heard far away. So those enemies yeah. that doubted them, that taunted mm-hmm. them, that tried to discourage them, they're listening. And in There's your a face. rejoicing in <laughs> Jerusalem Absolutely. because God had this wall built. Yeah. And they recognized that it was God that, even the enemies, mm-hmm. even the enemies yep. recognized that it was yeah. God that allowed this to happen. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. That's a great point. Yeah. It is a great point. And remember in uh, when they were to take the promised land, they were supposed to walk through the land mm-hmm. every step they took. And that's kind of what I picture when they're walking. They're taking this as this is our territory. Mm-hmm. This is ours. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. claiming yeah. that with mm-hmm. every footstep they took. That's yeah. cool. This was a really fun day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever been to um, Disneyland or Disney World at Christmas? Yes. Mm-hmm. So they have. You can't take many steps. There's everybody in front of you. Go that's ahead. true. <laughs> but they do. I I know they do it at Disneyland. I don't know about Disney World, but they do a living Christmas tree every year, and they invite choirs in from all over the state to come, and they the choirs start way 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 back, and you get to sing. Um, the Hallelujah Chorus mm. all the way through with candlelight and you process all the way down 
the main street and then you go up to the bleachers um, that are right in front of the train station. So right on the very front of Main Street USA. Mm -hmm. And then you are a living Christmas tree and someone reads the Christmas story. Oh, oh my while goodness. you're singing the Hallelujah chorus behind, oh and this just kind of makes me think of that, and mm-hmm. like that they're processing and they are claiming, yeah, and it's really cool. It's amazing it's that that's cool. in Disney World. I or got Disneyland. I got to yeah. do that one year when I was in high school, and James Earl Jones was the person who read, and I oh, was like, Oh my gosh, wow, yeah. Oh. I mean, can you even? Can he die. was. I can die now. I'm done. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you know, but just professing and mm-hmm. processing, and it's just super cool. Wow. Yeah. My mm-hmm. favorite. My favorite part of uh, Kensington does "O Come All You Faithful." Mm-hmm. I will sing that. I'll sing that in July. I don't even mm-hmm. care. Yeah. I love that song yeah. and. Yeah, there's different parts of our celebrations that just have so much meaning. Yep. That sounds so cool. I love that. If you ever get the chance to do it, go. It's super, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, we've covered we've covered the procession. We've covered the choirs. We've covered all of that. Terry, do you want to read a little bit more for us as we continue on through um, chapter 12? Yep, verses uh, 44... Through 47. At that time, men were appointed to be in charge of the storerooms for the contributions, first fruits, and tithes. From the fields around the towns, they were to bring into the storerooms the portions required by the law for the priests and the Levites. For Judah was pleased with the ministering priests and Levites. They performed the service of their God and the service of purification, as did also the musicians and gatekeepers, according to the commands of David and his son Solomon. For long ago, in the days of David and Asaph, there had been direct for the musicians and for the songs of praise and thanksgiving to God. So in the days of Zerubbabel and Nehemiah, all Israel contributed the daily portions for the musicians and the gatekeepers. They also set aside the portion for the other Levites, and the Levites set aside the portion for the descendants of Aaron. So they've gone through, they're celebrating, they've had all this, and now it's time to to kind of get back to a little bit of regular life, mm-hmm. right? And so they're going through and um, they're honoring um, the priests and the Levites mm-hmm. with their gifts, yep. which God has called them to give. They've been instructed to give these gifts, but um, all of Israel has come together to provide this for these men. Because mm-hmm. they were so happy with their service. They were so happy with their ministering to them, mm-hmm. their spiritual ministry. Awesome. Even more celebration. This and this also speaks to me like God has an order to things. There's a godly order to things. Mm-hmm. And we may, or, well, it is evident in this world, clearly, but we may not be able to see it at times. And one of the problems for me is when things get out of order. When I don't honor God first... I'm out of order. Mm-hmm. And and so is the rest of my life. And that this is such a key piece for them as they're dedicating their wall, as they're dedicating what God has done for the city of Jerusalem, for the people of Jerusalem, is to honor, glorify, praise, have a celebration, and then do what he says. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. Just do, do what he it. says. What he honor says. these people. These yeah. people are set aside to do my work. Mm-hmm. God, we have that. We understand. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. When I do that, my life goes so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
when I don't do that, sometimes it's out of forget forgetfulness, really, because I've, I'm just distracted by other things in the world. I need to put things back in order. I need to make things go the right way. Yeah. yeah. I think a big part of that is our perspective that we have when we're putting God first. Yeah. You know, is realizing that it's not about me, mm-hmm. and it's not about my husband or my kids or my schoolwork or the guy who cut me off when I was driving down the road or whatever. It's about God. Right. The end. Right. Mm-hmm. And then all the other stuff, um, once we have that perspective mm-hmm. correct. Right. Because if you don't have God first, then you're going through the guy who cut me off without him. Mm-hmm. So your perspective is so different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes a big, big difference. Yeah, I agree. Big difference. Well, is there a time? Is there a time that you can think back and celebrate the way that God has provided and the provisions of God? You know, <clears throat> we're thinking here. Well, I know for me, it was like this morning. Thank you, God, for getting me up in time. <laughs> that was my start. And it could be a very simple, whoo, thank you, God. Okay, keep me awake, keep me awake, keep me awake, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. Yeah. It can be very simple. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be the all out. Yeah. Celebration. You know, just um, a few issues that I've been having in the past couple of weeks, just with um, self doubt and stuff like that. Um, I. I was feeling pretty badly, and the Lord has just answered that to, for me and reaffirmed and reaffirmed and reaffirmed that He loves me, that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, that I am a daughter of the King, um, I have the mind of Christ, and that I'm okay. I'm where yeah. He wants me to be. I. I can have more confidence. Um, and just to have him, re- I mean, at one point I was like giggling that the last week of what our handout, so the whole yes. back of the sheet was all about who I am in Christ. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, he set this up. The women get their assignments for the homework in the summer mm-hmm. and they start working on their portion. And she's been working on her portion since the summer. And God put it in there for me. Mm-hmm. Just what you and needed in October. At the right time. Yeah. And it, it blows my mind, and I am so thankful. And it's I am celebrating because he's for me. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you're talking, I'm realizing how important that piece of celebrating is towards the end. That it's really an acknowledgement. It's a thank you. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, this really did happen. I, I know in psychology... Uh, when I deal with trauma, trauma doesn't impact just your head. It impacts your whole body. Mm-hmm. It is a body reaction. And one thing I tell people is your brain is functioning the way it was designed to brain. Your brain is fine. What's abnormal was the trauma, right? But likewise, when we have some tremendous joy coming in, your brain will function the same way. Like uh, the birth of a child, it was like my whole body Mm -hmm. just reacted with so Mm -hmm. much joy. 
I love my children. It was, I'm talking about my grandchildren right now. Because <laughs> with my children, my body reacted like a trauma. <laughs> but I mean, when, when my grandchildren was, it was like my entire mm-hmm. body oh, just yeah. was like, oh, I can't even contain this. This is so yeah. much joy and jumping around. I'm going to tell you another time that I celebrated is when I asked Suzanne to be part of the podcast. Yes. And she yes. said, oh, Chris, oh, Chris used to produce this. I'm like, oh, oh. Like yeah. I said, and I'm, yeah. I'm not sitting still. I was jumping around, around my room and I'm going, okay, contain it. She's not going to like you. Just bring it in. Just bring it in. You know, and it was like, because she's going to quit right after she said yes. Stuff. But she realizes we're crazy women. Oh my goodness. But there's that joy you can't, Sometimes when God moves in your life, Mm -hmm. there's this tremendous joy. And that's when we're up and we're jumping and we're rejoicing and we're loud. And And giggling. to Him. Sometimes when this, like this last week, I got that and I I just giggled out loud. I'm like, (laughs) wow. You know, and it's that joy bubbles up. Oh, yeah. And it just causes me to laugh. Yeah. And it... Excuse oh, me. Oh, yeah, okay. And sometimes other things bubble up. Go yeah. <laughs> How is that for a cover? No. <laughs> um, I, what I was going to say is when we're joyful, we get the opportunity to share that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then it's contagious. It is. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. You know, the word says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm-hmm. And so I think we we don't give that a lot of credit or a lot of thought sometimes, but we have so much to be joyful for, aside from anything else that He's done for us, He has saved us and redeemed us and made us His own, filled us with His Spirit. So I think that if you walk around knowing all of that, it does overflow out of you, and it spills over onto everybody that you meet and to every situation that you find yourself in. Um and there's there's nothing like that joy mm. that the Lord gives us. Mm. And we can celebrate it in everything. In everything. Yeah. Because the world is not out to get us. God made God it. God is and for us. Good. Who can be against us? Right. right. Yeah. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Check that. I'm sure that's in the Bible somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hezekiah 4 2. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I was going to go, Upanaya. <laughs> Just like make up a book. <laughs> Call it out. Yep. I like that one too, Upanaya. That's Upanaya good. 412. <laughs> That's going to be, I'm standing. God, don't strike me down. <laughs> if you are not familiar with the Bible, that is not real. It's not real. No, neither so is, don't neither look is for Hezekiah. it. Hezekiah is a king, so some people might they start might to think look that for right. it. Yeah, it's, it's not. not. Upanaya was yeah. the cousin of the first cousin that knew that. <laughs> Well, listen, it's, um, it's time for us to wind up for the day, but we just want to encourage you to celebrate. Find something today. Find something that you can think back on or that you're living in right now and celebrate it. And even if life feels really hard right now, celebrate that you're still here. Yeah. 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 Amen. Celebrate that you have ears to listen mm-hmm. and celebrate that you have um, the mind to see and the heart to, to hear. Mm-hmm. God told us to remember. Mm-hmm. He had him take the stones out of the River Jordan. Remember. Mm-hmm. He's, he wants us to celebrate. That is the final step. Yep. Yeah. Man. All right. All right. Anybody want to pray? I'll pray us out. Okay. Great. Father, we do thank you, and we praise you, and we worship you. And Lord, we are aware right this instant 
that you are a good God Mm -hmm. and that you have blessed us with every blessing imaginable. We have life in you. And Father, we know that out of you flows life. And so, Father, we thank you for that. We embrace the love that you have for us and that you've shared with us. Father, thank you for um, this book, Nehemiah. Um, One of the things that has really shown me is I have so much to be thankful for and so much to be grateful for, and I need to open my mouth and let that out. Um, I love the picture of Rosemary dancing around and jumping up and down. Um, Father, I pray that we would all have that freedom to be excited about what you're doing um, in our lives and in the world as well. So, Father, thank you for today, for all of your blessings. Thank you for the joy that you have given each one of us. I pray, Father, that your joy will flow forth through this podcast to everybody that hears it. Mm-hmm. And Lord, we just thank you and praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 And cut. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>